On today's episode, we're going to talk about how we're going to handle childcare during this quarantine. Hi, I'm Paul. And I'm Allie. And this is Uncooked, Uncooked Conversations. Conversations, where we talk about life, family, business, and everything in between. So hello, all of you lovely listeners. I hope you are doing well today or tonight whenever you are listening to this. Presently, we are right in the midst, uh, when we're recording this, of COVID-19. Um, we're right at the end of March in 2020, and we just got word today that our state is going to be not in lockdown, but doing um, a stay-at-home order. So essentially, we can't leave our house except for going on walks super far away from other people, going to the grocery store, the doctors, just basically only urgent, important life necessities. Otherwise, we have to stay at home. So if you're listening to this podcast six months from now, a year from now, two years from now, I'm, man, what perspective. I sure hope that you are sure. not still quarantined. <laughs> I hope you're not still at home. We have shifted home. to bunkers and, uh, and the world is... On fire. On fire, covered in zombies. <laughs> but you know what? I probably am in my prime with a shotgun somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's our situation. You know, with this whole stay-at-home order with a three-and-a-half-year-old and an almost one-year-old, we're like, <gasps> what are we going to do? Um, we actually have not even discussed this topic yet. I specifically told Paul tonight, I was like, hey – I really need to talk to you about this, but I think it would be a good podcast episode because I think this could be really timely and relevant for people who listen to the podcast like now. Obviously, if you're listening to this later, this is probably completely irrelevant. So could be interesting still, but still interesting. It's almost like a time capsule of like, what, what was... were we thinking? Yeah. In COVID 2019. <laughs> <laughs> well, and also like having an emergency preparedness plan for any future epidemics we oh may my have. Oh, God. Don't even say that. <laughs> I quit. Hello, life. I'm done. I throw in the hat. Oh, don't do that. I'm just kidding. Okay. Life. I'm keeping my hat. <laughs> <laughs> per request of my wife. Um, so I thought it would be interesting if we just open up. I mean, this is uncooked conversations at all. after all, and we want to be raw with some of the things that we're processing through. So I thought it would be interesting if we just have the conversation right here, right now. And discuss what are we going to do. My hope and my desire is that you listeners are able to glean some nuggets from what we discuss and hopefully not feel so alone in our isolation as well as maybe find some creative solutions if we happen to come up with some. So here we go. They'll be creative. I don't know if they'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So our two sitters. So that's not even an option. Mm -hmm. Who can we possibly pull on in this particular time frame and scenario? So we talked about my mom because mm -hmm. she's close by. Yeah. And I already had a conversation with her. Your sister. I haven't talked to her yet, but I doubt that she – I mean, she's not going to like come over a ton. Maybe – just come stay with us. Yeah. Honestly, I don't 
actually want to host anyone at our house. Like, yeah. I feel a little cramped already having all the four of us. And, you, gotta, you know. You got to do some trade-offs. <laughs> you know me in my space. Yeah. Just, you can stay in Asher's closet. Hey, listen. This is how I feel about <laughs> things. You can have your own feelings. Yep. I hear you. And your own thoughts. Oh, my thoughts are like, oh, no. Yeah. How I feel <laughs> about it is that I don't want to have anyone living at our house. Yeah. What about my sister? Um, I mean, she's in Florida. Yeah. And I guess she did introduce him to Baby Shark. That's a that's a strike on anybody. <laughs> <laughs> um, so nobody she, living with us. So nobody living with that's us. That's hard. Like, nobody can that's come That's hard here, to have someone live with us. For me, for you, I know that would feel really good to you to have someone live here with us for the next three to four weeks. Well, because if they aren't allowed to travel anywhere. But just think about it. Where it comes down comes down to it is I think our place is just too small. I already feel cramped, and it's the four of us. Yeah. I lived in much smaller places with a lot more people. So. Well, good for you. Here's your award for living in small places. Thank you. Is it a cupcake? <laughs> I love cupcakes. I don't actually. Yeah. I mean, you know me. I just am more a private person, yeah. and I don't like to share space with mm -hmm. a lot of people. Yeah. On the flip side, I lived with 16 people in like one... A fair size house mm -hmm. yeah. and you liked that mostly as long as people were cleaning up after themselves i liked it mm -hmm. when i was cleaning up after other people i didn't like it so or when i was getting blamed for other people's messes i didn't like that yeah either. that sucks yeah so that doesn't leave us a lot of options i mean so people can <sighs> so travel as as, like, here to work for us right i don't know what the rule is and everyone has a different role depending on what state they're in well, obviously, it only matters about the state we're talking oh, about. Oh, I thought you meant traveling like <clears throat> someone flying here because you had mentioned your sister and I yeah. had mentioned my brother. Okay, so yeah, yeah. off the table is someone living with us. Right. Yes, no. Not for me, but yes for you. Okay, so you, it's <laughs> so off I the suppose table. the compromise is yes. Yeah. <laughs> Can they live in the garage? How do you feel about the garage? Great. Can I live in the garage? Yeah. I'm just going to like go build a little apartment out there. You okay. guys can stay in here where it's crazy. So COVID 2019. Then the next question is, who can we pull on to actually like come over to support? I mean, at this point, it's like pretty much my mom and my sister. Can people come over? That was my question. So in the rules that I read which you know they're updating every couple days what the restrictions are so i have no idea i just read the restrictions earlier today and mm -hmm. so it sounds like the problem is the other counties around us not us well i think we might be following suit soon okay yeah and like the whole spirit of everything is to limit contact with people and mm -hmm. really to make sure that we're not spreading things okay so you're gonna hate this question what about Worst case scenario, it's just me and you for the next month with the kids. I mean, it's like vacation, right? <laughs> <laughs> Vacations are so great. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. So this, I think, is, I mean, hopefully this doesn't become a reality, but I think I, I like thinking of in both extremes. So I think... Like in this extreme, which would be a lot more taxing and difficult, what would we have to adjust in our life and in our own expectations of what life is for us right now so that that scenario of being with them constantly 
would not wear on us. Because I think right now, like, you know, we're trying to be with the kids. We're trying to take care of, like, get some of our own personal projects done. We're trying to, like, keep up with the house. We're trying to, like, you know, do a lot of things, not put Asher <laughs> on TV. <laughs> Bunny ear quotes. <laughs> like, we're trying to, like, yeah, not have Asher on TV, TV too much. Like, we're try- we have a lot of these, like, goals regular life expectations and standards that we're trying to maintain some amount of normalcy but we just can't anymore like now that we have this like stay at home order we have to change our expectations and how we're doing things yeah and so i think in worst case scenario you know if we don't get a lot of childcare, how are we practically going to orient yeah ourselves well, one thing we could do is while Aiden's napping, we could mm-hmm. put on a show for Asher. Ooh, I like that. And actually have like a tea break. Mm-hmm. You know, go try Ooh, and do I something like or connect or yeah. take a nap ourselves. That's such a good idea. Yeah. Well, I think that's so good because like it's kind of like running a marathon where like you can't just like power through and like go super hard. Like we could probably do that for a week and then we would completely burn out and cry. Yeah. I think if we're going to look at this in like a three to four week span, like we really have to pace ourselves. And I think having like that little dip in the middle of the day would be nice. Yeah. You know, everybody else might not be trying to keep their kids from watching TV. And that's Mm -hmm. just our own prerogative. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, like you just got to do what you got to do and you got to not have too much guilt. Mm -hmm. Um, I know I deal with that a lot of just like, oh, I have to let him do this thing that I'm trying to not have to do. Unusual times call for unorthodox solutions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or things that might go against your typical personal parenting values and everything. You just have to really focus. I think the key here, and actually this is interesting that I just thought of, is I think the key is to focus on your own mental health first, like as mm. the adults in the household, as the parents. And like I love how even in this conversation right now, we're focusing on what we need first. Yeah. Because then we can talk about the kids' schedules later and what to do with them. I mean, honestly, I have, it's almost like it's overwhelming. I have gotten so many emails in the past week or two weeks of like, for the duration of COVID, like this homeschool program is free. Join this Facebook group and you can get all these ideas for what you can do with your kids. It's just everywhere. Even our, like, uh, our preschools sending us daily stuff i'm like i know how to play with my kid and i mean they are great that's true and depending on the age range yeah like finding the right kind of activity for your kid that will keep them engaged for a while Mm because that's a big trick too is like if you can keep your kid engaged for like 20 to 30 minutes Mm -hmm. in one thing Oh, it's so relieving, especially if they you can get them into that like deep place. Yeah. And then you don't have to like keep them from sticking things in the sockets, you know, or like eating crayons, like whatever. We more than most people probably like just the general populace have read a ton on how to engage with our kids and like all this different stuff. But I, I wouldn't think that that's the general norm because even before when I was helping take care of other people's kids, I had no idea. What the heck do you do with a, a two, two three-year-old? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just throw balls at him, chase him around the house. Like, yeah. So it's a lot different now. That's true. And so those can be really helpful. I think my point, kind of like for the third time, <laughs> my point is that like I've gotten so much content right. for how to support the kids and how to do like 
schedules and activities and all this. But how do we support the parents? But exactly. Like, how do you support, like, us? How do we think about our own schedules? And I think that's a really big piece that's missing. Yeah. Is, like, how do we, as parents who are suddenly at home all the time with the kids, you know, in this marriage thing where it's, like, we're used to, you know, being away 40 hours a week or more from our spouse, a lot of us, not – not us and not everybody, but a lot of people. And so how do you interface with this other human mm-hmm. <laughs> that you call your spouse when, you know, you're just kind of in the thick of it? So that leads me to ask another question. What are the things that you and I both need on a daily basis to continue to feel happy, calm, and just able to Kind of like in psychology where they talk about the the window of tolerance and staying in that window of tolerance when you are feeling stressed to be able to manage that well. So like what are the things that, that you need? Being more of an introverted person, I need as much alone time as I can get, mm-hmm. you know, like even in our current life. So if you were to like quantify that and put that into a schedule, like mm-hmm. what would that mean for you? Are we talking like two hours of alone time every day? Are we talking? Well, it depends on what I'm doing with it. But like like alone sort of self-care time, mm. which is different than like alone getting things done time. Do you consider time like, for example, the other day when we sat out on the porch and had a nice conversation and drank tea, does that feel like self-care to you? Or is that does that still yeah. not nourish you in the way that you would need? No, I think that like good conversations with you mm-hmm. is is nourishing in a way. Um, I think for me, I feel like I need like in an ideal situation at wait, least. Wait, wait, so that I don't look like a jerk. So, honey, what do you what what kind of things do you need? <laughs> well, it's so sweet of you to ask. Thank you. <laughs> well, I think ideally, if I were to like quantify it in like a daily routine, I really need at least an hour to myself to kind of just like do whatever. But I have to be very intentional with that time where I'm not like scrolling Instagram or on Facebook, but like read a book, journal, sit outside, just kind of stare, you know, paint, do something like that. I think just like feeling like I have control of my own time, like what I do for a period of time feels really good to me but you gotta like leave your phone behind though maybe i don't know (laughs) like i think you know if we're looking at the total schedule of our day it would be nice to have some kind of routine where you know you're watching the kids for a chunk of hours and i'm watching the kids for a chunk of hours well it's like during you know actual school or during like if you're a preschool worker or something you get breaks Mm-hmm. You're supposed to, in an eight-hour day, have like at least two 15-minute breaks. I don't know. Talk one, to some of the teachers here. And one hour-long break. Yeah. Just like as far as OSHA is yeah, concerned. Yeah, yeah. And as parents, we don't usually get that. True. And, you know, we're we're lucky in a way, but we have a very spirited son, mm-hmm. and he is amazingly full of energy. Yeah. He wakes up bright-eyed first thing in the morning at 545, and he's like, Hey daddy, daddy, I'm ready to I'm ready for a snack. I'm ready to watch a show. Hey daddy, you know, and if I don't respond to him, he'll just sit in his room going, "Daddy." <laughs> Some people might have super chill kids and you guys are amazing. Come watch our kids. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, and so it's maybe not as necessary for you guys, but like we need breaks. I need breaks and I'm already kind of running on low, mm-hmm. you know, sleep deprivation and adrenal fatigue and all this other stuff that I'm going through and so 
even watching the kids for four hours straight, I'm just like, oh mm. man, I just need, I need a minute of quiet. That's really good to know. So for you, like four hours with the kids feels like a lot. And honestly, yeah. I mean, it is even an hour with both of them can feel like a lot. Yeah. <clears throat> like how can we structure our day so it doesn't feel overwhelming? I think what's nice too is that Aiden is starting to get back on to like a sleep schedule where he's like falling asleep around like a little bit after Asher, yeah. not too too late. So I think this time in the evening is really precious, but mm-hmm. we also need to make sure we're going to bed at a decent hour, like maybe 10 o'clock or yeah. we always say that, but not we like one o'clock last night. <laughs> yeah. So what if we did something where in the morning time, you know, he gets up, he does, his, we take care of that and we kind of like do our breakfast routine all together. Maybe it's like nine to like 1130. One of us watches the kids. And we don't have to do the same thing every day. We right. can do like one of us on Tuesday, a different one Wednesday. Or just but, like whoever's feeling the most like energetic at that moment. Yeah. And we can be flexible with that. But yeah. maybe there's like sort of this like two and a half hour window. So we're sort of like co-parenting in the morning. Like we're doing it together mm-hmm. until nine o'clock. Then nine o'clock to 1130 or 12 whenever Aiden goes to the sleep. <laughs> and then... Aiden has his nap and we just put a show on for Asher until Aiden wakes up from his nap. Yeah. So if it's an hour and a half, that's fine. But maybe what we can do is do some research and find some like more educational programming like little Pim I know with like the language stuff that I think that would make me feel at least least a lot better if like. Yeah. And I know like. Bill Nye the science guy. Bill Nye, that would be so fun. Um, Um, And I've heard. school bus is always good. Yeah. Yeah. Is at least better. A little, yeah, a little bit better. But there is something, um, ABC Mouse, I heard, is this really good homeschool program that has like pre-K stuff. Okay. And maybe, I can't believe I'm about to say this, some online games for like educational purposes. Are you joking? No. Oh. I'm not joking. Oh, okay. I thought you'd be like all for this idea. I mean, I I love games, but uh-huh. Asher is is so like zoned in. I think once you open that can of worms, it's yeah. gonna be really hard to close that can of worms. Yeah. Like right now, we're like a strict no tolerance. He mm-hmm. can't play. He can only watch me play games a little bit sometimes. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you open that door, yeah, he's gonna be like. Hey, mommy, can I play that other game? True. Can I play that game? True. Why can't I play this game if I can play that game? Yeah. And he's, you know, he's smart. He's like persistent. Okay. Good yeah. idea. So, but oh, I, I hear a... you and I think yeah. it's a great idea and it would definitely probably keep him engaged yeah. for a while. But I think you're totally right. You're totally right. But here's another idea <clears throat> is Please we could, me. you know, I'm not looking for extra work for us, but I'm just trying to like help mitigate the guilt that I feel for putting him on a show. <laughs> Remember, just take a breath. I know. These are unusual times and they call for unorthodox I know. solutions. Well, and he's also just watched the same shows over and over and over again. Like how many times has he watched? Like, No, I, I put new shows on. Yeah. But here's my idea. So we can go onto YouTube and make a playlist of videos that we want him to watch that might be a little bit more educational for him. Sure. But Smarter yeah. Smarter Every Day is a really cool one. Yeah. I don't slow motion guys he would love that they just break things in slow motion oh that's cool that'd be <laughs> very interesting what's on the inside Although, do we want to show him like more breaking things probably not yeah. okay so then we have so that's like He's the very af- engineering minded so he yeah. loves taking things apart yes <laughs> yeah and so i think the goal with the afternoon then is that we're like we do lunch together and then we just like are able to either like work or take a cup of tea or just do what we need to do in that moment but like during his 
During the, the nap. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think ideally we should spend it on like hanging out with each other, touching base, something like self-soothing, nourishing, all of that. Yeah. But maybe the nourishing thing for us is going to be to work on something. It's definitely nourishing to me. Yeah. Also, like, I love you. Don't take this the wrong way. But sometimes I just need some me time. Oh, me too. <laughs> um, I think what we should definitely like look kind of at the week and then figure out like sort of your like FaceTime needs mm. and my alone time needs yeah. and then try and like sync those up. Cause like if we're hanging out at nap time, mm-hmm. I probably not going to want to hang out a lot in the evening. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, other than like a little bit. Yeah. Well, I can just tell you right now for me, and actually I was going to bring this up earlier when we were talking, there's something very sweet about the moment when both kids are in bed and asleep. And my heart always longs to connect with you. Why are you laughing at me? This is cute and wonderful. I like it. I'm <laughs> oh, just like, the kids are asleep heart. and I want to connect with you. Yeah. To me, it feels like, oh, we did it. And yeah, like this like this day. big like high five and this like we can finally talk in peace kind of feeling and like yeah. be together without interruption. It's a little bit in my mind like when you're like see these prison scenes and they're like marking off that they survived another day. <laughs> It's not quite that bad, but no. Like sometimes I'm just I'm so exhausted. Yeah. It's not them. They're amazing. Yeah. It's me. I'm just like, oh God. So I think for me, like what my heart longs for is just that like, you know, 20, 30 minute sit down of like your full here and now presence after the kids are asleep. And for me, that just feels like kind of this nice like bookend to the day. But then after that, I mean, I'm fine. Like, I mean, sometimes I'm going to want to hang out longer or maybe record a podcast with you or maybe watch a show or like read a book with you. Mm-hmm. And we can talk about that day to day. But and we can still do like sort of our winding down routine. But, right. Yeah. But I mean, I love my alone time at night too. I don't, I don't always want to hang out with you. <laughs> we really love each other, I swear. We do. So I think what I'm talking about right here is sort of like the structure for like a general day in our house. But like some days we may – just take the whole day and like go on a long, long hike in the woods and do a picnic or something like that. So I think I see this as sort of like our coming back to schedule. This is like if we haven't planned something special or different, like this is just what we're going to fall back on. Mm -hmm. So then we have that time when Aiden wakes up between like probably one o'clock ish and then to to 3.30 or four, right? Right. So that would be like three and a half hours. So to make it fair – Probably then whoever's on shift next would take like a 1 to a 3.30 and then we can kind of work it out from there. Yeah. Well, because then after that, it's like dinner, baths, Mm -hmm. bedtime routines, someone putting one kid to sleep, someone putting the other kid to sleep. Mm -hmm. So pretty much from like 5 to 7. breathing again. Yeah. So it's like 5 to 7 is sort of like our food wind down time with like the whole family. Yeah. So it sounds like we each could get like – Two and a half hours solo during the day, plus the TV time, plus evening connect. I mean, that sounds like a pretty decent schedule to me. Yeah, it doesn't sound too bad. I feel like the same thing every single day would get a little bit monotonous, though. What are some things that you would want to do to kind of shake up our routine? Just try and get out as much as possible. Asher and Aiden both do really, really well outside. On their walk, like the Mm -hmm. walk I went to, they were just both really good. Do you want to incorporate more of that into our daily schedule? Yeah, we need to be outside. Like, Mm -hmm. 
Well, like I personally, whenever I have to watch them, I'll probably take them outside. Yeah. Less mess. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have to be as controlling. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh no, don't touch, don't do, don't do that. Because mm-hmm. I, I don't like being like that anyway. Trying to give them as much yes time as possible. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, hey, we're out here. Yeah. Stick your hand in that puddle. Whatever. Right. Like climb up this random hill. Sure. Yeah. Run 150 feet away from me. Eh, maybe a little closer. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess I was wanting to talk about like the, like what our family unit schedule would be day to day. But then I also wanted to talk about what expectations do we need to adjust and shift over the next month so that like when we have, cause it's one thing to have like this nice schedule that's mm-hmm. like, okay, you know, we're sharing pretty equally in everything we're, we're doing to like kind of keep the kids alive and healthy and happy. But then it's another thing of like when we get our personal time to do stuff, what are we doing with that time? Right. Not are like we over pressuring? Right. Ourselves. Like, are we like feeling bad because we're not like, because I'm not finishing that book I wanted to finish and not writing that article and not doing all of these different things? Yeah. Because, you know, we made some really awesome goals for the beginning of this year, but it's really changed a lot, like our capacity to execute on those things. Yep. And so I think that a really important conversation for you and I to have right now is what are our goals personally and professionally over the next four weeks as we move through this COVID time? Keeping in mind that we likely will have, say, three hours a day of like brain awake time, like during the day, and then we'll have like evening hours to do some things if we want and if we want to take our rest time in the middle of the day. So we could have potential of maybe five hours in a day, but I think the realistic time is like three. Yeah, I mean, even just keeping up with all of the conversations that I'm in and watching the kids is challenging. Yeah. Because I'm like trying to be as present as I can, but then I, you know, I have editors and I have all these people kind of like counting on me for different things. So what projects do Um, you personally have going on right now? So right now I have the Dust World podcast, um, an editor for that. I have uh, a Mage World podcast that's going up, um, working title, onto the um, Patreon. Then I have another podcast that we're starting, the Strangers in the Pines. Then I have this podcast now, so I'll be oversight seeing the Uh, post-production of that as well. So that's just on my podcast side. Then I've got a product that I'm working on, which I'm pretty excited about. Sort of like a a half side project project is the game for Dust World that I'm working on, which is kind of like for fun, but a little bit for work. Yeah. So those are all like that kind of stuff. And then, you know, just some random writing stuff. And I got stuff with uh, my writing partner and other things do like you that. have like are you guys actually <clears throat> doing some writing for that or are you guys putting that on pause for a little bit um the tv show i, I keep checking in but right now i don't have any definitive information on it mm-hmm. but i mean we have a ton of ideas and things it's really crazy out there like all the film <clears throat> stuff kind of in la is shut down and everywhere really yeah yeah, so I'm not really sure where that's going. Um, might be a good time to shift to doing animation or something else. Mm. You know, I've been thinking about picking up some of my animation projects again. So yeah, yeah. What about you? What what kind of goals and things are you working on? Well, so what I have been moving forward in prior to all this COVID is working on continuing my education in real estate and networking with investors and attending meetings. Um, 
they they've started doing some online stuff, but I I haven't been able to attend yet. And I think I got to figure out how to connect back in with the group. I definitely feel a really big difference between being able to like see people and shake people's hands and all that versus like, oh, it's online just like everything else is online. Yeah, so the real estate stuff, I have a couple of writing projects that I've been working on, the poetry book and then the, the other book. Well, more recently, um, coaching has co- has been coming back on the radar for me, um, doing coaching for couples and individual coaching. Um, how to get through COVID. <laughs> yeah. COVID to- 2019. <laughs> You love that. Um, well, and just continuing my education and training and some stuff. I have a couple books I am trying to finish. I have a couple courses that I need to finish up. And then just some personal things like creative. You wanted to do more dancing. We just mm-hmm. set up the mirrors in the garage. Yep. You want to do some more writing, mm-hmm. like poetry and stuff. You wanted to do more painting. I feel like there's something that I'm missing. <laughs> Um, picking out a house to live in. Oh gosh. Yeah. That has been a huge project. Yeah. Huge. I mean, gosh, I've spent so much of my like in between time, like looking at Zillow and HomeSpotter and. And now we can't go to any houses. So that kind of yeah. puts that all on hold. Yeah. So I guess that is one. So anyway, just to, so definitely like a, a variety of work projects on top of, you know, keeping our personal finances organized. And I always have like home projects of like decluttering and reorganizing. That's sort of like this staple forever on my list kind yeah. of thing. So like with all those projects in mind, which of these projects, and we can both answer this question, have definitive deadlines, whether like self-imposed or someone else is expecting something from us? Do you have freedom to kind of expand and contract right. so as what much has as you want? So what has flexibility, what has like solidity? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So for me, the Dust World podcast mm-hmm. has to come out every week. And we're getting ahead, so that's good. Uh, the other stuff is is less um, less time sensitive. Like I have stuff that's going up on my Patreon, but that's like I'm actually ahead by a lot, thanks to our editor. And then I'm working on more things to put on the the Patreon, but that that's all kind of easy. Finding paying work is kind of mm. need. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to do during this time. It's kind of crazy. I know it is weird. Um, a lot of people are going online. For their work, but yeah. <clears throat> it's a good time to build an audience, you know. I guess mm-hmm. a lot of people at home watching a lot more things, listening to a lot more things. Yeah, Dust World, your know, one podcast has a definitive schedule, yeah. but other than that, it's so everything's pretty flexible. Yes. So once we start posting the uh, the Strangers in the Pines, mm-hmm. we'll want to keep that at a weekly mm-hmm. pace, um, but we'll be recording like probably two to three at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, so it shouldn't be too hard to get ahead of that. And I'm already setting up the all that stuff. What about you? What what kind of stuff is flexible versus inflexible? Um, well, actually, the house stuff can definitely go on pause. Yeah. And that's, I think, an important one. Um, <clears throat> except taxes. I do have to finish that. And there's a couple headaches that I just learned about today that Ugh, I know. Yay. So that's actually the taxes I cannot let up on. The home buying. I mean, I... I, I can you do it. that for fun. So. Yeah, I do that for fun and I probably will keep like looking, but I'm going to be like, I'm not going to be scheduling tours and we're not going to be like really driving around probably. Right. Home buying is definitely postponed. I mean, with investing, there's definitely time sensitive stuff with both stocks and real estate. Yeah. Um, there can be. And so there's like a couple opportunities coming up that 
if I want to be a part of, I'll have to make a decision sooner than later because mm-hmm. those windows are going to close soon. So I think there's like, if I want to be a part of certain deals, then I have to be ready. Be ready. Um, and, you know, on top of things. But mm-hmm. otherwise, I mean, I can kind of go as fast or slow as I want. And then just a lot of the other stuff is like education based. And then the coaching is a money making thing. So I right. think that is more like, I don't want to say urgent, like stressful, but yeah, like more time sensitive just because, you know, other income streams have shifted and other income opportunities have changed for now. So I feel like for me, a way that I can contribute financially to the family is through offering the coaching right now Mm -hmm. um, and workshops online. So I think that is where I'm going to shift some of my focus. So I think what I'm hearing from both of us is that we have a, a lot of flexibility in what we're doing and nothing we're doing right now has like this imminent sense of like we have to get this done which is nice because we can not like all our projects last year yeah Yeah. last year was very different yeah so we can be a little bit more like relaxed in this next month Mm -hmm. with our goals and so maybe something we can do later on pen and paper is just like because i always love writing things down and posting goals up you'll see goals all over my office is we can just like write down like what our main focuses are for Mm. the next four weeks. Yeah. Okay, so here's another one. We did talk about goals and shifting expectations with work or at least just realizing we don't have like a ton of pressure. So any pressure that we feel is stuff we put on ourselves. We're really good at that. (laughs) Yeah. But what about like expectations around the house? Do you think that there's anything that we need to shift in what we're expecting in terms of cleanliness or chores or anything like that well we're going from having the kids out of the house a bunch to having them in the house a lot so Mm -hmm. keeping the house spotless all day is just pretty much impossible yeah even as aiden was sick like last week like the the kitchen went to crazy yeah (laughs) and we still have another load of dishes to catch up on it's just like impossible yeah also the kind of foods we cook and stuff we can like try and limit how many dishes we're dirtying and things like that to try and counteract some of this not having the time to really yeah maybe a little bit of meal prepping too yeah i mean i don't want to go crazy with it because that's very time consuming but yeah i think just like a a few meals and i'm also that's actually another thing that i was already doing for the past month is buying meals that were already made like pre-made meatloaf pre-made chicken salad and croissants pre-made like green bean casserole all this stuff because i I just got to the point like a month ago where I'm like, I am so sick of cooking and thinking about cooking and thinking about what we're eating tonight. And I just need that weight off my shoulders. Yeah. And I know Paul just Well, and then was... you put it on my shoulders and I'm like, great, we'll order all pre-made food. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. And you, you had a lot going on with your writing project. So it made sense that you couldn't really contribute yeah. in that way at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I think just continuing to do that in our grocery buying of like buying really simple meals and only yeah. cooking if we feel like cooking, mm-hmm. but not necessarily like everything has to be like homemade and all yeah. that. Yeah, um, like when I made pancakes the other day, I had no idea it was going to be so difficult. <laughs> <laughs> I think you made it way more difficult than it had to be. I, uh, I, I feel like believe. I do that every time. Yeah. They were so amazing. They though. were good. They, they were, were really very good. good, but I was yeah. shocked how long you took to make those. I am just very slow at cooking. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm so, I'm trying to like follow, yeah. anyway, follow everything to like the exact precise like minutia. Yeah, I think that's a good point. I actually didn't think about the fact that the kids are actually going to be in the house even more, which means more mess yeah. than what we're used to. 
and less time to clean up that mess. So maybe we also have like designated areas during certain times. So like, okay, from this time to this time, it's garage time because mm. we've set up like a whole play okay. art space in the garage. Yeah. And so like every day, like he can, especially Asher can start to like, okay, great. After after breakfast, it's always art time Ooh, in the garage. I like that. And that way we, we can start to like have a semblance of That'd be nice. routine. Yeah. I really like that. We'll probably have to play around with that a little bit yeah. and just see like what f- flows and works the best. Mm-hmm. But I think that that's really a good idea. I think also my favorite thing, decluttering. Um, even if we just put some toys like on quote unquote timeout for the next month so that there's less options. Because the fewer things that there are to play with, the fewer things there are to clean up. Yeah, we're already pretty minimal compared to most people. But mm-hmm. our, our living room is starting to feel a little bit overwhelming. Yeah, mm-hmm. all the books and everything. I know, and, it's like they're, all their stuff is everywhere. And we're like, yeah. where's our stuff? <laughs> Nicely packed away on my incredibly filthy desk. <laughs> what other uh, expectations do you think it's might not that <laughs> we might need to shift? Um, How much we bathe? <laughs> no, no. Actually, that's really important. I feel yeah. like that's one like under the self care of like we should definitely make sure we are don't showering. sleep in pajamas all day. Don't. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, like I mean, definitely some... like get yeah. dressed, act like it's a day. Yeah, because. You feel so much better as a human mm-hmm. when you've like taken care of yourself. Yeah. You know, brush your teeth, do your hair, take showers every few days or however many days, like how Whatever's often normal. you need it, whatever's yeah. normal for you. Like, I think that'll help a lot. Yeah, I think that's really good. And then also movement. I think mm. being forced yeah. to stay home a lot is going to invite like just... Sedentariness. Yeah, sedentary, like just hanging out, lazing around. And of course, chasing around kids, like... You're not, not entirely sedentary, but it's just, us. it's still easy to just like stay stuck inside. And I yeah. think even as I'm like talking about this, my body's like craving to go outside and like walk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think being mindful of like our exercise is really important too. And like even I've been doing like jumping jacks around the house and stretching and yeah, just kind of like keeping myself from getting too stiff. So then really briefly, um, you know, we've talked a lot about our own schedule as parents and our needs and all of that. Um, I think the more that we can take care of our own needs as parents and keep ourselves grounded and calm, like the better our kids are going to feel and be. But like really thinking specifically about our two boys, what do you feel like some of the most important things are for each of them individually as we're kind of stuck inside yeah a lot more than they're both used to but especially for asher yeah i think like definitely getting activity done in the morning like moving activities Mm. you know maybe we have like a family exercise time or something with breakfast where we're just like pump it out because he just wakes up with so much energy and then like having good like kind of grounding things Mm -hmm. for him like the sensory like the play-doh the Mm -hmm. clay playing with paints finger painting Mm -hmm. those kind of things um i think are really good and then also definitely getting him outside Mm -hmm. you know every day the the nor is a norwegian way like no bad weather only bad clothing Mm -hmm. it's like just making sure we're we're still outside Mm -hmm. and yeah, I think it'd be really great to go on a at least one, if not two, like legitimate hikes a week. Because mm-hmm. I think just even to like have 
something to explore that doesn't feel like the same old, same old for him would be really great. Yeah. Well, just remember the same old to us is different than the same old to him. That's like, true. Going up that hill, like he could go up that hill like a hundred times. Yeah. And find it amazing every time. And like, look at this branch. Look at this moss. I know. Look at this wad of gross bird leftovers. Amazing, <laughs> amazing perspective that children have. Yeah. We yeah. definitely need to reclaim some of that yeah. for ourselves. We Everyone has the been there, done that mm-hmm. perspective. I know. So what are some other things that you can think of that might be really beneficial to beneficial or necessary to either of the kids? Mm. Well, I think we were actually talking about this a bit earlier is just uh, Asher has a need for connection. Obviously, all kids do. And like really being intentional and diligent in this Mm. time to find what are those connection points for him that really like send home like, hey, we're with you. We hear you. We're for you. We love you. So I think that's really good. Like having um, planned together. times. Yeah. Like where we're each intentional with him each day you Mm -hmm. know it doesn't have to be for hours but maybe like really intentionally connecting with him and aiden too i mean aiden Mm -hmm. really you know the older he gets the more he's like craving that like full attention Mm -hmm. but yeah like 20 30 minutes of like just mommy time and 20 30 minutes of just daddy time where like we really make sure we're fully present with um each of them every day but i think also maybe trying to keep like a once a week date time Mm -hmm where one of us takes him out on like an adventure hiking because that's kind of the only thing we can do right now. I think for for Aiden, giving him lots of exploration time with food because mm. he, he's probably going to be a chef or something. Like, he loves he food. He loves food. Yeah. He just like wants to eat every bit of food, Yeah, um, which is so interesting and so different than Asher. Like mm-hmm. Asher liked food, but he was like, you know, he would eat things that he thought were really good. Aiden's mm-hmm. just like, give me whatever you're eating. I want to eat that. Yeah. I think that's a good little way to kind of connect with him. I also find this time kind of interesting to test out the lifestyle of homeschooling, mm. even though Asher's not quite to like official homeschool age, but it's giving, like, I think it's going to be a fun experiment to see how I feel about it because I know that I've been thinking about it a lot. Yeah, that'd be great. Give me more time to do nothing. <laughs> I mean, not even necessarily that, but just like, not that I'm going to spend all that much more time with him, but just what it's like being together as a family all the time like this. And then, you know, do I want to spend some time planning a few educational activities Mm -hmm. and see kind of how that feels? Yeah. Well, you're a great teacher, so I'm sure you'd love it. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I think that that's pretty, uh, I wouldn't say definitive, but exhaustive, mm-hmm. maybe partially exhaustive list. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think we've got a good plan. All right. High five. <laughs> I've been asking a lot of questions. Do you have any questions to help us think about mm. this? I don't think so. I think kind of what we came down to is like, don't stop living like a normal human, like mm-hmm. do hygiene uh, do a lot of self-care, mm-hmm. especially parents. Make sure, like, you might not want to put in front of a TV. I don't want to put in front of a TV. But take care of ourselves. Try and keep a, like, a routine. Mm-hmm. Like, create a routine. I was even just, we have so many books everywhere thinking, like, oh, we have to have a reading time. Mm. Like, we can have a reading time every day. Just things like that where we can implement these yeah. uh, these things that are, like, kind of for everyone's benefit. Yeah. So. And we can also have those days where we do none of it yeah. and just lounge and laze. And... What? 
I know. <laughs> I think like if I am going to say one thing about this whole time, I think it's such a beautiful opportunity to reflect on our lifestyle and the things that are I know this sounds so cliche, but most important to us, because right now we're being deprived of a lot of things. We're being deprived of being able to just go to a retail store at our leisure and hang Mm. with friends and like all these different things. And it's like we've been grounded. (laughs) But like, I'm not thinking about this in a bad way, but it's like, what are the things that we find ourselves longing for and missing? Mm. And maybe the things we thought that were really important to us before actually aren't. Yeah. Like, am I missing not being able to go to like the shopping malls? Not really. Am I missing my friends? Heck yeah. I miss just having them over to hang and do whatever. You know, I think like in the pain that we're feeling and in the discomfort that we're feeling of like being trapped right now, that's also a really great reflection of what our inner desires and priorities are. When we come out on the other side of it, I really hope that we take the lessons and the revelations that we gained during this time and implement them and mm. and not just come out on the other side and be like, oh, I'm glad that's over. Let's go back to the hamster wheel. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of... Take account of your life. Yeah. I mean, there's really a lot of amazing opportunity for reflection. Like America has never, ever been put on pause like this before. And I think it's the break that we all needed, even though... I mean, it's costing us greatly, greatly as an economy and many other things. But if I were to find a silver lining, I think it has to do with the pause to our busy, busy lives. Hmm. I think that was well said. Thank you. So I think we have a vague plan and we can hash it out some more. Yeah. Stay healthy, all all you beautiful listeners. Well, thank you guys so much for listening and joining us today. I hope that some of this was helpful and encouraging to you. And we wish you all the best. Stay well. And we'll see you next time. Good night. Good Good night. Good day. Good day. Good morning.